Welcome to Clean Break, the weekly divorce podcast. We share the stories and experiences of divorce professionals. Find all the answers about the many complex questions about divorce and separation at divorcenet.ca. Hello again, everyone, and thank you for joining us on Clean Break, the podcast. We're back at it again, back in the saddle, as Tina likes to say. And Tina, my co-host, is here with me today. Tina, how are you doing? I am great, Darren. I am so excited and funny you would use that word, saddle. Today, we have on our show, uh, Amber Denise. She is the owner, uh, operator, and extraordinary, um, compassionate person uh, who works, owns Equisol. Uh, and so, Amber, welcome to the show today. Thank you for having me. So tell us, uh, what exactly is Equisol? So Equisol is a personal development program where we work mostly with women and young teen girls, and we focus on depression, anxiety, trauma, and the, the other challenges that come with that. And we help them by partnering them with our horses who are great mediators and influencers themselves because they reflect everything that the person is feeling. So they see it immediately. So working with the horse, they become more self-aware and they build some confidence in themselves and they learn to trust again if they have issues with that, become better leaders and they establish better relationships all because they're working with the horse and learning with the horse of how what they feel and what they do is influencing everything around them. Mm. You know, I never would have thought of a horse as being a therapy animal, you know, until we, <laughs> until I met you. And cause I mean, they're so big. It's not like you can just walk them into your living room and, and, and pet them. I don't know. Maybe some people do that, but, I, <laughs> you know, but they're so big. It's like, Oh, they're like, in my mind, it's always been like, they're intimidating, right? They're so big. But um, you've had such great success with using them as, as therapy animals, right? Absolutely. Yeah. How do you do that? Tell us more about that. Well, it, it all just goes with the horses. I, I kind of watch how they're reacting and I read their body language and I explain that to the client and say, okay, what do you think's going on here? And what are you feeling right now? And how's that affecting the horse? How does that affect people around you whenever you're feeling like this right now? So it's a really amazing tool and a really great guide to show how you're influencing things around yourself and how it's impacting not only yourself, but others around you. Mm. So mm. with our sessions, we, we always focus on horse safety first because we want all of our clients to be safe. And then we go from there. We just start a conversation and we get to know each other and get a little bit more familiar with ourselves and the horses. And the conversations just generally flows and from there we go into exercises where maybe there's this particular challenge that they want to overcome um, maybe they're at a crossroads so they don't know which direction they want to take which path they want to go down so we set up an exercise and the horse helps them through those exercises hmm. wow so so tell me you must have some training <laughs> like I do. this just <laughs> i mean you just don't say here horse and then ensure <laughs> is reacting to the person. I mean, obviously there's something more than just, here's the horse. <laughs> Correct. I, I did take a, a very intense course. It was a 40 hour long course to become a personal development coach. And that was all through Higher Trails. It is now known as EAL Canada. They had a name change. And then a few years later, I decided that I wanted to go more towards the corporate and the larger group sizes. 
So I took the facilitator course as well. And again, that's another intense course. So you're learning not only in the classroom, but also with the horses hands-on and you're doing mock sessions. So you're each taking your, your role as either a client or as a coach and you watch how everything comes together. And through those experiences, you really gain so much information and a lot of practice as well. Yeah. And it really sets you on the right track to start your business right away because you've got that hands-on practice. You know how it all plays out. So that was a really good start for me as well. Yeah. And they're very supportive. So anytime we have questions, we have a, a closed group on Facebook where we bounce ideas or we share exercises that we've created. So it's a really strong community. But that's where my training came from, is from EAL Canada, as well as my own personal development journey as well. So mm-hmm. I've, I've gone through all kinds of things through my life. And because of that, I've learned coping techniques and how to find a good support system and being more self-aware of my emotions and how I'm influencing things around myself as well. So all that comes together because of my experience and my journey, as well as my training. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, 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 it amazes me how you can interpret that horse and but not just for yourself, but for other people as well. Do you find that people, um, when they're taking a session with you, that they immediately feel it or, or does that take a little bit of time? You feel it pretty well immediately. Really? Just because there's, there's science behind it. So whenever you're in the presence of a horse, they naturally slow down your heart rhythm and your breathing. Mm. And that's because of their electromagnetic field. It's so much stronger than ours. So it actually influences our body reactions. So it slows everything down. But because of that, it's a, it's a great impact because it's lowering your cortisol levels, which is your, your bad stress hormone. And it's getting you back down to a, a center point. So it's relaxing you. And... I'd say 99% of the time, all of my clients leave saying, wow, I feel so much better. And I just, I feel more relaxed now. And that's why the, mm-hmm. it's the whole influence also kind of playing into it. So that's the science behind it. But they literally do share your emotion. And what I do, I call it releasing. That's what we call it. So whenever the horse is licking and chewing or they're yawning or they shake their head, those are all signs of releasing. So they're sharing the emotion with the client, but then they don't hold on to it like what we do. And mm-hmm. they release it, they let go of it. And those mm-hmm. are great visuals for the clients as well, because they're like, oh, okay, I don't need to hold on to this anymore. They've taken it and they're getting rid of it for me. Mm-hmm. So it's really powerful. That's yeah. amazing. Just thinking about that. Cause I know, I mean, I have a dog and I know Tina, you have a dog too. And I, I know there is some therapy. I don't discount that therapy because, you know, when I'm sitting there petting my dog, and watching a movie or something and just I can feel myself relaxing you know even though I like it it, it, it kind of irks me that she has to jump right on my lap when I sit down which I wouldn't want to see happen with a horse but uh you know she jumps on my lap and then you know she wants attention but I think it's it's therapy for her too to feel connected to me and you can almost feel your blood pressure going down and your stress levels going down when you're doing it so on that level it must be just amazing to see you know, like, like how it probably happens quite quickly, I would imagine, like with a, in a, in, in a room with a horse, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That is awesome. So, so I, I wanted to ask a quick question, Tina, like yeah. when it comes to like cost, uh, like it, it's gotta be an expensive endeavor. 
part of your business to to pay for for horses as compared to other animals like they're big horses so so there must be a lot of co a cost involved in that there is a cost but it depends on the client who's coming out so uh, it's it's slightly a, a different set so children of course they have a shorter attention span and doing emotional work is a lot on them so we try to keep our sessions shorter to about an hour, 45 minutes to an hour, depending on what the child is sort of displaying at that point. And they start at $50 for an hour. Okay. And then um, you can go up to family sessions, which are $140 for four people. And if you start looking at actual therapy sessions with a, a psychotherapist or anything like that, you're looking at around starting around 160 per person and up. Yeah, right, right. And then what, what's even better, I've taken the time to put in the work and I've worked with Sun Life, London Life, Canada Life, and I think there's one other one. I think it's Canada Life Assurance. Anyways, so I've right. done work with them as well. So you can actually get your sessions covered if you have a, a benefits program. Wow. wow, that's amazing. I never would have thought of that. Yeah, that's, 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 that's incredible. Yeah, so recognize either as an alternative therapy or some policies might have a, a spending account so they can use that towards the sessions. Excellent. And worst case scenario, if you don't get it all covered or you can't get it covered, you just claim it with your taxes. Mm -hmm. So you can use it as a medical expense. Mm -hmm. Like and so when you're dealing with a child, is it a like does the parent stay there? How does it work? Like it's got to be a little bit different, obviously. Yeah, so the parents are welcome to stay, but I always ask that they stay far enough away that they're not going to influence the horse right. and as well as the child, because sometimes it's stuff that they don't want their parents to overhear. So we have a picnic table that a lot of the, the parents will just sit at. They can watch from there. They can check in if they want to. And then usually within minutes, the, the child and I, we've already connected. We've started talking. They forget that their parent is there. <laughs> the horse a large presence so they they don't really get distracted by their parent for the most part yeah. um but some parents stage you want to be present and it's sort of a family thing that they want to talk about so that's fine too so i'm always open to having them close by if they they wish to be as long as they're not so close that they're not they're not going to be influencing the horse that's the only right. thing that i always have so do you influence the horse then because obviously you have emotions and and feelings and good days and bad days so how does that work so as long as I'm at least 10 feet away, I'm oh. not influencing them because so that's, how, sort of, that's my radius. So as people, we have our 10 foot radius, horses have 50 feet. So if okay. I'm within 10 feet of them, they're going to feel me. But if I'm far enough away, then they can't. That's okay. But how does, how does, who holds the horse then if there's a child? So whenever it's a child in that situation, I always do the horse safety first. That is primary one. If the child is comfortable enough, then they continue on with the horse on the on their own. They lead the horse around, okay. and we work in the, a round pen that I have. And if they're comfortable enough, we can go further and walk around the large field. If not, I just keep my distance. Uh, I have a long enough rope that I can just hold on to the rope oh. at length, and then I'm not influencing the horse either. Right, right. Yeah. So how how many sessions would you think? a person would need to sort of, you know, you think about therapy and a therapy, you know, well, you know, sometimes it's ongoing. Sometimes five sessions is enough, sometimes two. Is that similar to what you have found? Yeah, absolutely. So generally rule of thumb is between four and six sessions. 
also depends on what they're coming out for. Right. So I've had some clients that come out for just personal development where they're just trying to better their lives and maybe choose a different path. So they come out maybe a few times until they got a good handle of what they want and which direction they want to go towards. Some, they've been with me for a couple of years now. Right. And it's just an ongoing thing where they, they just want to come once a month and just have a check-in sort of thing and say, hey, you know, this month has been a little harder than the others and uh, this is what's going on. And then they just spend time with the horse and the horse takes care of it. They really do. Wow. <laughs> so what yeah. kind of, what kind of, um, uh, I, I don't want to call them problems, but what, what kind of uh, challenges th- would, would a person come to see you for? Like anxiety or depression? Like, like what are the most common ones that people come to see you for? Yep, definitely depression, anxiety, uh, confidence. A lot of people are being affected by COVID right now. So there's a lot of the unknown and a lot of fear I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that and loneliness, that is a huge one because so many people, of course, are self-isolating and they're trying not to go see their family or their loved ones because maybe they're more at risk and they don't want to bring that to them. And they're uh, an essential worker. So they, they can't, they're not supposed to, right? Uh-huh. So I'm seeing a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's trauma that comes my way as well. And it, it, there's, there's so many different variables of that. Um, I've had sexual assault. Um, someone almost lost their husband. Uh, another lady did. So there's, there's been a few that have gone going through grief because they've lost loved ones. So there's different things. But then again, there's the personal development side of it. So there's one lady that I'm working with and she's starting up a business and she needed to know, okay, where do I start? And there, there's so many different ways to go about everything, right? So anything personal development related is what we handle. Hmm. Okay. I could see something like I could see something like this being incredible for someone who maybe has suppressed, you know, uh, a trauma from maybe their childhood or their, like when they were young and they've carried it for like 20 years, you know, and, and maybe seen other therapists to try to get it out. Right. And then coming to you and just having that whole bottle completely emptied out, like, like, you know what I mean? Like, cause I, I could really not only feel the, 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 the empathy, right. In, in what you're doing, but I can feel like it would be amazing to go through like an experience, almost like a life-changing event, you know, yeah. it sounds so cool. And I'm a skeptic by heart. Like I got to tell you, like, I, I, I am skeptical of a lot of things, but I can see how I've been around horses myself because my dad used to have race horses okay. uh, back in Toronto. He used to have uh, trotters, you know, the ones that you sit in the jockey sits in a little carriage. And, and he used to take me there when I was a kid and I'd give them sugar cubes or, or peppermint candies. And I used to love doing that. It was the, I swear to God, it was one of the best memories of my childhood. It was going and feeding the horses because when you first meet them, they're so intimidating. They have this huge mouth, you know, like, oh my God, he's going to eat my hand. <laughs> but they're so gentle. They're all like, you know, they're so gentle. They know exactly how to take something small out of your hand without actually hurting you. And I'll never forget that because it was like, it was such a moment for me to think such a big animal can be so gentle, you know? Yeah. So it's so cool. So cool. Do you remember how you felt whenever you were around them? I do. I felt, 
so at first I felt very anxious. I was very, you know, when I was little, I was, I, I felt uh, like intimidated because here's this big animal, you know, and he's going to bite my fingers off. You know? <laughs> but then, you know, like the more I would go see them, the more I would feel almost at peace. Like I'd be there and I could literally feel, and I'm a very hyper guy, right? Like I know Tina can probably really understand that. Like I am like, I squirrel a little bit sometimes because I'm always coming up with new things. My mind is always going. And I'll never forget when I was a child, it was the same way, probably even worse. My, my mom said, it's a good thing we didn't have Ritalin back then because I probably would have put you on it, right? But I'll never forget when I visit my dad's horses I could, it was almost like a thermostat where you take a th or a thermometer and you take a thermometer and put it in something and the temperature changes and you see that line come down really fast. It, that's almost how I felt when I was standing beside the horse petting it. I could feel my, my, my squirreliness and my anxiety just come really down and peaceful and almost tranquil. It was almost tranquil, like a drug almost, right? So it really is. Yeah. So I have that kind of uh, gave me a question. Are do you have to train the horse, or is the horse does any horse work, and is there any training involved of it? You can use any horse. Really? They, yep. They've used wild horses. So down in the states, they have a lot of uh, rehabilitation programs for prisoners. And they partner them up with wild Mustangs and they have to tame the Mustang and train it themselves. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Incredible. That's amazing. It, Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> is, there, is there a story that you could tell us that you think, you know, something that impacted you with one of your sessions um, that kind of comes to mind? Well, I could tell you all kinds of stories. That <laughs> <laughs> was give us one for now. We'll get you back to doing up some stories. <laughs> Well, you know what? I'll tell you the, the first time I had my experience with the coaches. Um, I had learned about the course and it was happening a, a week later whenever I discovered it. So there was no time for me to really register or take the time off of work. So I said, hey, I'm off this one day. Can I come out and just check it out? And they said, of course, come volunteer, be one of our clients in a, a mock session and see if you like it. Okay. So I did. And we did this one session where I was riding the horse, which is always bareback, by the way. So we were sitting on the horse and there was three barrels in front of me, like one of those blue barrels that they, you see them dodging around. Yeah. So I, I had three in a line across in front of me. And the challenge was I had to reach my goal on the other side, which was another barrel. But the, the three barrels in front of me identified what was holding me back from reaching that goal. So I had to identify three things. So once we went through that and um, it was Ross, he's the, uh, one of the instructors and owners of EAL Canada said, okay, which one of those three do you think you can tackle first? And I sat there and I thought about it for a while because this was all very new to me. I have no idea what I'm trying to be thinking of. And the horse just took two steps forward and I kid you not, knocked one of the barrels right over. And I was just like, wow, that, that's the one I was thinking about. I didn't say a word. I didn't move, wow. move and moved to that barrel and knocked it over. And I was just like, okay, there's a lot more to this than I thought there would be. <laughs> <laughs> so that was really it's like incredible. telepathy. 
Yeah. Yeah. So it was really neat to see that because I was sort of hemming and hawing. I was really leaning towards that one, but I never said a word. I was still thinking. Wow. And he just walked over and said, this one. <laughs> <He knocked me. laughs> so it was very cool. Wow. Yeah. Do you, do you get a lot of people coming from far away to come and see you? Like, so first of all, where, where, where's your, where's your, where are your horses located? So I now work from the home ranch, which is in South Mountain, and I have clients coming from Gatineau, and I had uh, some come last week, or last week, <laughs> last summer for a weekend retreat uh, from Montreal, and uh, there's some coming up from Toronto that want to come out this summer, so there's all kinds everywhere, <laughs> but Great. mostly... I, I help people in our communities, of course. So Winchester, Kempville, North Gore, Osgood, um, Oxford Station. So yeah. a lot of clients from the surrounding areas right now. Must feel good doing a business or running a business where you're doing good as well as, you know, operating a, something that 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 um, is providing you a, a living, you know, like, so I, I always say, you know, you have to be passionate in your life about your personal life and your business life. And if there's a disconnect there, it makes for a hard life, you know, when you don't have passion and joy from everything that you're doing, right? And um, do you have a lot, do you feel like you have a lot of, um, um, are you very thankful for the finding something that you really enjoy? You have no idea. I am so, so blessed and so happy that I found what I feel is my true calling. Mm. I was always with horses, but I never knew how to really work that into not only a daily thing, but something that I can impact other people with. And yeah. whenever I discovered this program and how I can help other people, because that's just my nature. I always want to help and I want to make a difference for somebody. So learning that I could do that with my horses was an incredible feeling. Like mm -hmm. it, it felt like the stars were aligning whenever I found it, right? <laughs> <laughs> but that's amazing though. Like that, horses. that is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think we, I think everyone should have a goal of that, of, of being able to, to like have passion and love and 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 enjoy what they're doing in every moment of the day and when it happens to be something that pays you and, yeah. and allows you to have a living it's just <laughs> it, it's almost like you said it's like it's like the stars line up you know like you can you, you enjoy it so Tina? Right. well you know what we we do have to end it but i we will have you back on another time um go to everyone should go to her website uh uh, I'm just reading the bio from your website and I wish I could read it online, but I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't read it in the podcast. So go and read her bio. It's, it's really interesting. Um, so Amber, tell people how we can get a hold of you. Sure thing. So like you mentioned, our, our website is www.aquasol.com. And you can also reach out to me by email, which is aquasol at outlook.com. Or you can even send me a text message or a phone call. I do actually still use the phone. <laughs> so it's 63-880-9660. And we will include a link to uh, to you in our resources tab on our um, on our website for DivorceNet. So um, we didn't really talk about divorce, but there's, we definitely talked about the trauma and lots of people suffer from trauma and anxiety when going through separations and divorces. So a great resource Absolutely. for people to contact uh, contact you so thank yeah. you so much for 
uh, coming on the show today. We really appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you, Amber. And uh, to everyone else, tune in to our next shows. Check out the other podcasts, the great people on our site. And we'll see you on the other side of the mic. You've been listening to Clean Break, our weekly podcast on divorce. You can find this and other great advice from divorce professionals at divorcenet.ca, where we upload audio, video, and blog content every week. Divorcenet.ca, clear and simple divorce advice from trusted local professionals.